Today is November 5th, 2021. This is episode 172 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Vladis and Schichter. And welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hi, friend. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. We're starting mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. We've got a lot of stuff to do tonight. We have a busy weekend. We do. <laughs> but first, mm-hmm. with us. I thought we were doing I, a back and forth thing. <laughs> no? All right. Oh, no. Uh, no. I was... With us. Go all year. You're the one that's good with these intros. The thirstiest and gayest podcast in all of Eorzea. The Warriors of Lust. With us, Callie Page and Serena. Welcome to Maelstrom Radio. That's right. I am your enemy of innocence, Callie Page. And I am the temptress of fate, Serena Hima. And we are your Warriors of Lust. Unfortunately, we wished so badly that we could have Jiraku Drake here, the insatiable Jiraku Drake. Unfortunately, he came down with something of a throat infection, probably due to said insatiability. That, that means that you can say whatever you want about him and he can't talk back tonight, right? Uh, we, we were definitely picking up the sense that maybe he was a little nervous that his mommies were going to embarrass him in front of his friends tonight, and that <laughs> might be why he's not here. We don't know if he's faking sick or not, but we'll be giving him a rectal exam later to find out. Mm. I'm sure he won't enjoy that at all. <laughs> no, not, a, not at all. Make sure you use the big thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Uh, I want to thank you for inviting us to be here. We spent a lot of time talking back and forth. We really want, whenever we tr- go to another podcast, we always try to do something that is unforgettable, something that uh, has never been done before. And here's the issue. You guys Ooh. have done a lot of episodes, uh, about 170 of them. Yeah, you well, <laughs> indeed. So we spent a lot of time thinking of what could be uh, a first for you. And I think we've got one. I've got one. And Ooh. I need to run it by you because I would not want to do anything on your show that uh, doesn't have your approval. Uh-huh. Have you... Consent is good. Has there ever... Consent is very good. Uh, has there ever been an impregnation on your show before? <laughs> Dude, food babies account? Uh, not for what I have in mind. All right. Uh Thinking back, unless there was something in my hiatus, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yep, nope. Excellent. Uh, Serena, do you want Flattis or Shintir? I'm not picky. Well, I am. I'll take Flattis. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, but no, in, in all seriousness, really, thank you so much for ha- having us on this evening. Uh, if you're not already regretting it, uh, well, you will be soon. Don't worry. I've been looking forward to this. I did my homework. <laughs> oh. oh. He, he did do his homework. He messaged me and he was like, I'm doing homework at work. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. In the bathroom yeah. at work with headphones in and pants down. Headphones were involved, yes. Mm-hmm. 
but pants were not. So clearly there was not even no pants. Pants were even in the vicinity. <laughs> well, no, I, I haven't known to... today. Pants oh. are not optional. Okay. I see. No pants off dance off then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that. I mean, now that we're home, Bob, I mean, all bets are off. That's true. It is true. Uh, well, we have no news today and we have, we're not even going to talk about our weeks. Let's like, we're just, it's, it's all, it's all warriors of lust. <laughs> that sounds like a wonderful episode. Does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that we weren't I mean, sure to, to contain that, all of you in the episode. So we have to just yeah. jump right in. There have been a uh, few things that could contain us unless we wanted it to. Hmm. <laughs> well, you've already unleashed yourself upon the world. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, uh, I was going to make that joke, but... Uh, well, Susan's suggesting that there's not been any foreplay, and if you've been following both of our illustrious channels on social media, which you absolutely should be at twitter.com slash Escalia, twitter.com slash XIV, twitter.com slash maelstrom underscore radio, twitter.com slash purplegalzela, you absolutely should be following those. You would know that the foreplay has been going on for almost a month now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are ready for some action. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we can't skip foreplay. No. Mm-mm. Very important. Uh, Marcus Kyler pointing out that this is indeed a very breedable podcast, very submissive and breedable podcast. We're very excited about it. <laughs> mm. I wonder how many Chuck Tingle uh, books we're going to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the day that the Warriors of Lust replace Chuck Tingle it would be a beautiful. Uh, breedable podcast might be the first book. <laughs> we should have had. We should have had Susan on. Oh no, Mo and breedable. <laughs> Uh, that was my nickname in 2.x. <laughs> and then it died? What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, 2.4 happened. Oh, no. Well, that's okay. As we learned last week, uh, that if you have a ghost phone, uh, Mumbrita can call in and oh, tell you about no. the cheeks that could snatch the soul out your body. So. <laughs> mm, yeah. Listen, she can snatch my soul and pretty much anything else she wants, so I'm about it. Sweet. Susan and chat. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we have to drop spoiler alerts for 2.4. I mean, there are a lot of new players. I guess we kind of do. I guess, again, yeah, I guess we? we do. I, mm-hmm. What a weird time to be alive. <laughs> sure, there'll be plenty of spoilers this week. Or we, the, yeah, we, we were doing our first episode, and it was like, okay, we're going to talk about Hilda. Well, that's 3.0 stuff. We kind of got a spoiler alert that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is such a weird time. It really is. It's like we're going into like the next expansion shortly. <laughs> we're like, oh, no, no, spoiler alert for two, three, two X, three X, four X. To be fair, oh. regardless if you're at three point or not, you really want to know or you really should know about Hilda. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. You should. You should. Step on me, please. <laughs> uh, there was yeah, an artist the on Twitter that uh, did fan art of Hilda. Hilda Merwib in uh Oh yeah, I saw those. Uh, God, who's the great. first one? And uh what it looks like? Cat Lady. No, no, Cat Lady. I can't I just drew a blank on her name. And it's the one that everybody wants, so Yastola? Yastola. All in suits. <laughs> Oh, oh. I need to see this. Oh, I, yeah. I need this. If, if only I had a link that I could just drop right in chat for you. <laughs> I'm gonna, go. I'm, oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They're I'm pretty great. Excited. They're pretty great. Uh, oh, there, there was a series. <laughs> there was oh, a series. Still my beating heart. <laughs> uh-huh. You, I want to check out that uh, Twitter account later. Yeah. Yeah, once again, with no pants and headphones in, please. <laughs>
yeah. yeah, no, she listen. She is a uh, uh, Hilda is what we call half breedable. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. For anyone who is not familiar, you should definitely go check out uh, the Warriors Less pilot episode zero, uh, which is available everywhere. Yes, please. Thank you so much. Uh, it was uh, hope we hope to give a, a good preview of things to come with the Warriors of Lust podcast. And believe me, there will be plenty of things to come. Uh, yeah, I should not be looking at this Twitter feed. <laughs> no, no, you should not be. Nope. There's a picture of uh, Ryan and Gaia on there too. Pretty oh my! Good. Oh, I am looking forward to being Ryan and Gaia's crazy lesbian aunt. Yeah, Tibby and I also listened at work. That was a dangerous <laughs> prospect. That oh, was. You guys <laughs> are ballsy. <laughs> I needed. I needed to do my homework, <laughs> and I'm glad I did because I have lots of things to bring now. <laughs> Tibbian's just like that was a risky transaction. I believe mm. where Tibbian works, uh, Tibbian is not allowed at all to listen to anything. So the fact that Ooh. the fact that he double risk, yeah, double risk. Well, it means the world to us that you would risk such a great danger to listen to our show. Uh, we uh, were, we're very pleased with uh, the, how the first episode went and some of the, the, the bits that you can expect to hear in the future. And as I understand it, some of them you can expect to hear tonight on the stream. Ooh, that's true. Uh-huh. We, might, we might be borrowing some of your bits. Yeah. I love it. They are there to be borrowed. Believe me, I stole them from other places. Sharing is caring. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if Tibian's kink is listening to podcasts while working, since it's not—it's against the rules. Tibian's just got a kink for being punished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's pretty straightforward. That's why he listens to Maelstrom Radio. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> wow, we just unlocked a whole new audience. <laughs> We still listen. We still had a couple months left this year. We can. We have goals to reach. Thank you. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, and I heard you'll be changing into something different if we reach those goals. It's true. Uh, I hope people like large men with beards and Snorlax Kikurumis. Yes, we do. Yes. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Can, can confirm. Yes, we do. Can confirm. All right. Well. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Uh, Susan put it right there. If we reach 777 followers by December 31st, I will stream in a Snorlax Kikurumi. So there is that. I'm and not saying else. Else. Oh. And nothing <laughs> else? Preferably? Headphones. Oh, uh, headphones. I've got headphones. <laughs> headphones, <laughs> headphones, yeah. At least headphones. Now, uh, that, what happens under that Kikurumi is not for Twitch. So. <laughs> no, no, no. That's for OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to point out that I might have also bought one. It's not Snorlax, though. Oh. Ooh. Are we going to know uh, what it is or no? Not yet. No? <laughs> not, not tonight. Uh, well. <laughs> well. We'll leave it as a surprise. I feel like Susan's on now. On, like Susan didn't know. I mean, you and, you and Susan probably would know, but we'll leave that till, uh, we'll, we'll leave it a secret. We'll, we'll see if ever we can convince people. Perfect. Maybe we'll put it as another stream goal. Sweet. Perfect. There now we go. Do. Uh, so I have a, I have a question. Uh, Quentin, what do you, what do you want to do first? Like, let's. Oh, I like the order that these are in. I think we should end just the same way. Like we need to end our episode mm-hmm. with the warriors of lust way. Oh, okay. doing something fun and inappropriate. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> right. And on a very high note. <laughs> Sounds good to us. Perfect. Where would you like to begin? Mm-hmm. So we might as well begin with this part.
Go for it. Shoot. It's all you. <laughs> I trust you. All right, you're going to put it me. So we're going to start off with uh, a, a segment that uh, you had on your show, the, the Thirst Down. Oh, uh, yes. Do you, do you want to go ahead and explain that? Because I'm sure you're going to do a much better job than we will. Absolutely. So if there's one thing that is a core uh, pillar of our show, it is the belief that Eorzea is home to many beautiful and wonderful des- denizens, not just Eorzea, but the entire uh, realm of Hydaelyn, as a matter of fact. Uh, we take the thirst down. Listen, everyone loves Yishtola. It's hard to not love a cat mommy who threatens to spank you. But <laughs> there are so many beautiful faces and wonderful people across the land that need to be identified. And so we'd like to take some time on each of our shows to speak about some of those wonderful people. And uh, I take it then you have some suggestions for the Thirst Down? I do. do. We have a couple submissions here. Well, each of us has a submission, I should say. Yeah, wonderful. Well, then uh, we, the Warriors of Lust, would be happy to hear your submissions and, uh, and judge them. Mm-hmm. I'm going right. slightly distract you while I do this. Perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. would, you, would you like me to go first? With there's, there's some distraction. Uh, <laughs> distracted in which Stola and uh, Hilda. Uh, so I guess my first question, have you played the machinist questlining game? Do you want me to disappoint you? Mm. This is important for like, I, I, it's a character that's involved with this, so that's why I'm asking. If you don't know, then I have to switch the characters so you know who it is. Oh, I'll... I will have you switch the character then, because I do yes. not play Machina. Okay. I do not. I have not gotten that far yet. <laughs> I will just say that this character interacts a lot with Hilda and brings similar energy. She's great. Wait, stop. Go back. <laughs> no. Rewind. Rewind. You're telling me if I do the Machinist job line, I get to interact more with Hilda? Hilda is the quest trainer from 60 to 70 for the Machinists. All right. I'm going to have to do the show another week, because I got to go. I, <laughs> I got things. I got, I got just got this recently. It's right great. now, actually. Kelly and I yeah. have some things to do. <laughs> uh, we got some things. Uh, someone. Once on one. <laughs> yep. So, so take a look out for, uh, for that. Um, but okay. So I can't choose that character. So as I thought, I listened to your episode. You had such nice things to say about Hilda. I was like, I know that this character is going to be good for you. So this is a little bit hard for me to go down because the the description here that I was submitted was characters you are each thirsty for and why, and I'm ace, I'm not thirsty for anyone, so it makes it a little bit more challenging. But we're going to go with a character that a lot of people like and a lot of people are very favorable towards and a lot of people are kind of thirsty for him. Uh, I would like to submit Grahatia post 5.3 back on the source. So post 5.3 back on the source. So souls. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay. Uh, Serena, do you want to start? Uh, Listen, (laughs) I'm a sucker for cat boys. Mm -hmm. Um, Primarily because they can be. (laughs) And cinnamon (laughs) buns. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But no, I can, I I can take this. Um, I love Graha. In all forms that he's been in. Um, spoilers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's, ugh, I think he would be a very good bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't not disagree wrong you, at all. Serena. No. Uh, uh, listen, there's a, uh, a term that gets thrown, uh, that is used in the age play community, and that term is adorkable. And if there has ever been a character who is a prime example of the word yep. adorkable, 
It is Graha Tia. It is. He yep. is the biggest nerd in the entire world, and I love him. Uh, uh, he, there are so few characters who truly bring out the Dom in me, but uh, yeah, uh, I, w- I would take him to Eastern Thanalan and show him the meaning of, the, of Camp Drybone. <laughs> love it. Got love to love to see it. <laughs> love it. Uh, I mean, believe me, you would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in chat, Susan says, "Someone who makes uh, you slightly less parched." Uh, Quentin. Yeah. Uh, that was the that was the description. It's, it's hard to describe thirsty, so we'll just get like this is one of my favorite characters. Period. Like, yeah, not yeah. in a thirst way, but just I really like this character. You, you would have tea with him. <laughs> Tivian Sol says, "At least Graha is less brittle than the Crystal Exarch." Ooh. And you know, I'm not sure if that's a pro or a con here. So, uh, I, you know, you do like your cat boys to have some durability. Yeah, mm-hmm. like to use them more than once. They, yeah, they seldom have an easy night, so they need to they make it through. Believe me, I've seen some uh, some cat boys in the in the quicksand. They Ooh, they need to have not some quite as good though. That's true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Peter, Peter has oh. his. Uh, He's got his picked out like immediately. I I did. I had I had like if it, like because I had listened to your first episode. I was like I was like, all right. So we were planning for this. And I was like, well, they already they already did Hilda. Like, <laughs> well, okay. So so before we go any further, the character I was originally going to submit, mm-hmm. and I'll just give the name for anyone who is familiar with the quest line. Her name is Joy. Joy FF fourteen. J O J O Y J O Y E Joy. J-O-Y-E. Okay, thank you. She's blonde and she has a transformation oh. and a big gun. <gasps> oh. oh my! Oh wait a minute! Yeah, oh. you, yeah you'll enjoy her. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Callie and I both about become machinists. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a new. I'm not saying that's the room. reason, but I did switch to machinists for Endwalker. So <laughs> no, that's a va- very good reason. This is a very. This is like this is if you want to say, hey, become a machinist. Here's mm-hmm. example A. You know what? I, <laughs> All right. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you right now that I've been thinking about going to Machinist purely for a cowgirl glam, and I now know what barrel I'm about to ride. <laughs> Yippee ki! You got you got a, got a, a, a few good options with that quest line. So, oh my gosh, She's your, your your teacher. I I all remember. I did listen to your episode. Your teacher is an ex pirate Rogadin. <gasps> I'm in. All right. Well, yeah, I'm in. We just got Serena. <laughs> I'm in right now. <laughs> Well, oh my gosh! You know how to sell them. Here I know I what we're doing for the for the next two weeks. I know yeah. what I'm doing, Glenn Walker. Perfect. <laughs> well, all right, Flatus, what I, do you I, got for us? Man, I went. Can I, you top that? I, I, well, I don't. I don't think I can top it. But I went real, real. Uh, you know, close to you know our our old stomping ground here here at Maelstrom Radio. Uh, the the true the true Dom mommy herself Merlib. Uh let's <laughs> all right well I would go first but Serena's gonna have an aneurysm so I'll let her go first. All right. <laughs> I love Femrose so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and Merle Five is one of my absolute favorites. Yep. Just because she is a take no shit. Yeah, I agree. And I would let her top me any day, all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. for however long she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. mm-hmm. So I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just got myself off. 
Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously, Merle Webb. Uh, uh, listen, there I, I have a, uh, what you would call a type in this world. Uh, <laughs> I, I have. Uh, there's a lot of characters that I, that I love and that I thirst over. But when it comes to uh, weak in the knees, Callie is a puddle on the bed, uh, or in a puddle on the bed, as it were. Uh, <laughs> and there is only one type of character who does that and that is uh anyone who i believe wholeheartedly could pick me up and break me over their head oh, and yeah. uh merle Whip is uh probably near the top of that list uh i'm a, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was, I, I was eating hot sauce all all day earlier and now <laughs> i'm feeling warm <laughs> uh merle can plunder my goods any day of the week honestly. yeah <laughs> honestly I, I mean, for that booty, and that booty is mine. Strong, mm-hmm. strong leader, strong character, dual wield pistols. <laughs> I mean, what else is? What else do you want? <laughs> uh, yeah, no pants. No jacket. <laughs> In fact, yeah, you know what? Just a belt and the guns. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think that's all. I, I I hope wherever we're going, six point one and further into the story, I wherever we're going, I hope Merlob is there. <laughs> That's all I can say. I, so, uh, Merlob, unfortunately, I can I can confirm for you will not be there. She is in my in room. Oh, is she in our in room? So what you're saying is we're going to your in room in six point one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Serena is. I'm oh, already okay. there. No oh. need to question that. <laughs> Apparently, it's the beta test. <laughs> Before launch, mm-hmm. yeah, me and Sakaguchi are hanging out. We have to test the endurance. <laughs> we call that server load. That's what we call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Merle Webb calls it a stress test. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I I think we have uh, we thirsted down, and I and I I'm, I I think we we not only did we thirst down, we also I think gave you a new thirst to seek out and find. So I'd say you did very well. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the thirst down, there are many, uh, people in Eorzea and Heidelin, uh, that are, that are worthy of being on the thirst down, but yes, you Grahatia <laughs> and, uh, Merwe will be honorary inductees. We will announce it on episode one when we do the thirst down. Perfect. And uh, possibly joy in the future. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I f- oh, go ahead. No, I, just, I, I am a little bit. I, I was looking forward to Jiraku being here because I feel like he would have some conflicting opinions with Merlewib mm-hmm. because she did kind of sell out from being a pirate and become like the leader of a government and organized yeah. stuff. Uh, listen, um, so we I, all we yeah. all have opinions on things, right? Yeah, and it's it's good. We, sh- we everyone is entitled to their opinion, but Jiraku maybe shouldn't be. <laughs> Oh, that, that's fighting words. I, I remember hearing him say that he was always right. So, mm-hmm. Well, he would certainly tell you so. Yeah. He'll have fun on Wednesday when he listens to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised. He, he didn't even turn up in the chat. <laughs> Maybe he is. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, he's just, Maybe he's asleep. Well, we'll find out later. Or he's he's still so sending his it. angry DMs. Or he's clicked on those Twitter links and he's he hasn't, he hasn't come back since. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. I mean, you yeah. can't blame him. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Merle's still a boss ass bitch. Like <laughs> exactly, especially when you put her in a suit. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I have yet to click off this Twitter link. <laughs> just take her oh, out you, of the go, suit. Go, did you see the other two I posted? Yes, I'm just uh-huh. yeah. yeah, they're great. 
Yeah. Uh, Darling just messaged me and uh, she said, can I retweet these? So uh, I'm going to tell her. <laughs> Uh, well, well, we, we know, uh, that you had the thirst down, but we also, well, the know other, the other ones at the end of the show. Oh, the other ones at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you, you end the show with that on a high note. Oh, okay. Gotta have the rest of it. Come on. All right. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, this could also be a high note down here, but Listen, I guess we'll, we're here. Every note's going to be yeah, a high what, note. What else is a high note? Oh no! Yeah, we can, let's do that in the middle. I like this one better. Okay. Uh, so uh, we uh, have problems. We, <laughs> we, as in as our producer uh, Susan, uh, went around and asked some of our uh, audience members for uh, relationship questions, and figured that we could get the Warriors of Lust to answer it, and then and Quentin and I can jump in and, and help answer these as well if we we feel that we could. Uh, oh, you're talking about so dating advice then? Dating advice, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> dating advice Dating's from Warriors of Lust. What oh, could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything, uh, is there any one of these questions you'd like to start with, Quentin? Wait, wait, dead Uh, what, I, I I like this one at the uh, the the very bottom here from yep. uh, Crotoan from uh-huh. XIV Light Party. Yep. Crotoan uh, writes in, "Hello, I'm having some trouble finding someone to date. Every time I take them out somewhere nice, I explain to them how violence should be embraced because we can choose it. I invite them to fight me, but all they ever do is leave. Any tips on how I can meet someone that appreciates combat like I do?" Uh, well, Serena, uh, you're you're a big fan of one uh, Zenos D. Galvis. So, I, was like, I was like, is this Zenos? Uh, I think I think as someone who has an unhealthy relationship with Zenos, maybe you would uh, care to care to start with this one. All right, I'm gonna admit I am actually very stupid, um, and I might have to have that question posted so I could read it again. Because I don't uh, remember very well. Here, um, it sounds like the the bulk of the issue is that uh, this person is taking people out on like first dates mm-hmm. and is leading with uh, their enthusiastic support of violence and violent combat, and uh, ha- is having trouble finding someone who reciprocates on that. Uh, any thoughts? Oh, then you should just find the person you want. Um, I was gonna say find someone you can fight with. <laughs> that sounds weird, but someone who has. Um, very similar interests, maybe go out um, into an area where you find people to fight and you might find someone with, of course, very similar interests. Um, if I that think makes sense. No, I think you're onto something, Marina, uh, <laughs> because really... Uh, we see this all the time in the kink community, right? Mm-hmm. We, we people who have very specific tastes and things that and that they want and are, and are hopeful to find. And what you're doing out there is exactly what you actually need to be doing. Because the worst thing you can do is get yourself into a relationship and then later on find out that you know it's it's not going to work out because you don't have any interests that line up. You should be leading with those with those deep interests. Now, of course, it is sometimes valuable to kind of you know. Uh, uh, blunt it a little bit because you know you don't want to go too hard too quickly. Sometimes there does have to be some foreplay even in the relationship. But uh, it, it is good to be open and honest about what it is that gets it done for you because the best relationship that you'll you can be in is one that is also an incredibly sexually fulfilling relationship, or mm-hmm. in this case, violently fulfilling relationship. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Xenos uh, is a top. No, I, I doubt that greatly. <laughs> See, that's what I was thinking. He's, He's a, a power a... bottom, maybe, but I... no. So there's a power bottom over him. He's just a pillow top. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, do we dare it's call <laughs> Xenos Yay Galvis a pillow princess? Because I think he might be. He is. Mm. Yep. He yep. definitely would be. Yeah. No, I like I, even though I listen. I love Xenos, but I know his flaws. <laughs> and that's what he is. What aren't <laughs> Tibian salsa like a sad pillow? <laughs> I mean, sad pillow only intent on the warrior of light. Yeah, he is. He's got that junk in the trunk, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, listen, uh, of course, uh, good friend Xenos. If you're if you're if you're looking for someone, first of all, you've got Serena. I don't know why you're two timing on. Her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no one all, else is going to. You're yeah. you're going the right direction with it. Just keep putting yourself out there. Keep being honest about who you are, and that is, I promise you, the best way to find someone who shares your interests is if you can be honest about what your interests are. And believe me, I know when your interests are kind of out there, it can be really scary to put some things out there. And uh, yeah, but you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe take up something like like a fencing class where people spar all the time. And then maybe you'll meet somebody that way that enjoys like fencing or sparring or where you can get a little bit like more hands on with jujitsu. Jujitsu, or... yeah. I mean, it's a good point. If you want to meet someone who's into BDSM, start in a BDSM club. Exactly. Yeah. Don't start at the city park. No. No. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, well, I think the next question is going to come from uh, Sarah Scopic, host of RNG and T. Your date wants you to choose a weapon for fun in the bedroom. Which do you use? Oh, who did that come from again? Saroscopic. Uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. What do you so, use? Uh, <laughs> my date wants me to choose a, a weapon uh-huh. uh, it, for in fun. the bedroom. Huh? In the bedroom. For, for, for fun. For fun. Just, just for fun. Uh, all right. I think. Um, well, I could tell you my personal favorite one, uh, they have yet to, uh, have the gumption to add it into Final Fantasy 14 to bring it to us in Eorzea, but mine would be a whip. Oh. That's a shame, actually. My favorite D&D weapon. Mm -hmm. Uh, They they really need to put that in game. Uh, I, I agree. Like, Like, we're getting Reaper, and that's totally awesome, but can we please get something along the lines of, like, performer with a whip mm-hmm. oh i was thinking in a healer class oh my god yes or or beastmaster mm-hmm. give us beastmaster with a whip that, yeah that worked too <laughs> instructor trait please <laughs> yes give us some quizzes <laughs> i want a quizzes glam it's, it's gonna be a beastmaster but it's gonna be restricted you can only be rothgar Ooh. oh all right well <laughs> that congratulations you ruined it <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I wanted to do, uh, uh, when we first created the Thirst Down, I wanted to do a parallel segment called the Thirst Don't for people that we, <laughs> we definitely wouldn't ever put on there. And uh-huh. if we ever do that, Runar oh. is number one, two, and six on that list. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> one, two, Absolutely. and three. six. <laughs> Good. Perfect. I think Lala Fell is our most of that list, too. <sighs> well, I don't know. There's a couple uh, that, I, that I fancied over the years. Most Lollafells are on that list. Uh, yeah, because most of them are played off as like just co- like cartoon villains. 
I mean, yeah, there's like you said, there's a few, but they're exceptions. Yeah, Emperor Palpatine has more depth than most Taru villains in this game, or Lalafell villains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Serena, what weapon are you bringing into the bedroom? I've been, I've been thinking. I'm sitting here thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, which is... Oh, gosh. Well, in clearness, to be clear, you've brought plenty of weapons into the bedroom. Oh, yes, most definitely. Um... I know few women who few women who can work a club as well as you can. <laughs> I, what if I just say like a just a typical like you know just a cane, you know like just a nice white mage versatile, cane. very versatile. Well, you can you can heal afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> very, it's very sim- It's just very simple. They can be handled with one hand. I get it. <laughs> exactly. Or like you know, like ruby on top. A rod. Either one works. Cane uh, or the rod. <laughs> Marcus Kyle is suggesting bring Robon's arm. <laughs> Pre or post removal. his body or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a blue mage cane. That would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, you see what you see if you look at, you know what I'm saying? Now that said, I'm going to say right now that like the earlier blue mage canes would be far more comfortable going in than say like Incendario would be mm-hmm. or... Uh, Predatress would be those are those are pretty rough. I don't know Blue Mage Kane, so neither um, do I. I, I. I trust your judgment. Uh, I, I, so it I, wasn't lost I, on me. Thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. Thanks. I got you. Uh, listen, I, I, uh, I, uh, a long time ago in a prior life, I did an article ranking all of the uh, jobs in Final Fantasy fourteen, mm-hmm. and uh, Blue Mage took dead last. And uh, now having played more Blue Mage than I'm proud of. I don't know. I kind of want to go back and reevaluate that article <laughs> because I'll tell you what, I just got 250 irregular tombstones in the span of like six hours. It's pretty great. <laughs> Where else can you slap people with a fish? There you go. Uh, the quicksand. If I'm there, honestly, blue mage has got like the largest uh, tricks up its sleeve that it can bring in the bedroom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but only oh, yeah. a few at a time. You have to choose beforehand. You got It's okay. It's like a menu. <laughs> it it also has like because we've all had this happen, right? You find a partner, you're having a good night with them, and then they start going down a path that you're not comfortable with. Maybe they're talking too much about their love of violence. I don't know. Uh, Blue Mage has the best escape. Like it is an escape that not only gets you out of the situation, but tells them, "Wow, that wasn't okay." Self destruct is a powerful way to to end a night together. Yep. On the floor. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a very definitive ending. If you're a Mikote, face down, ass up. Final step. Lalafell too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so, ooh. From Tibiant, the host of Just Sort of Casual and a Rain Aura Main, how do you avoid damaging soft furnishings with your horns? It's not so bad in your own home, but not so good while at someone else's place. Ah, well, um, as a Mikote myself, I will abstain uh, on this one. Serena, though, uh, you uh, have got uh, the waifu horns going on. Um, I honestly, it took many years to be able to do that. But really, you just have to be uh, careful of yourself, so, um, your surroundings. And maybe let them know if you're a clumsy 
and deer horns like to know, take things with them, kind of let them know, hey, by the way, um, or if you're like staying over, let them know, uh, maybe they have accommodations for you, you know, like a hole in the bed um, for your horns. Well, and ultimately, if you don't destroy some furniture, are you really doing it right? No, really. But you got to make sure it's the right furniture. That's true. Susan also says to stock up on pillows, but all I can imagine is taking an aura and putting those pool noodles on it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) some sort of little foam covered. I was like, what about, I almost said marshmallows on the tips. (laughs) Don't ask me (laughs) why. That'd be really good if you were with a black mage. (laughs) I will toast them for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that's a great question, though, uh, Serena. Yeah, I mean, you're the, come from the Hema tribe. You are native of the steppe. Uh, mm-hmm. Is is Zela furniture kind of built with the horns in mind? And was that a big adjustment coming to Eorzea? Yes, they are. Um, they are built with them in mind, and it was a big adjustment um, that me and my twin had to work with. But you know, I think uh, we got it. <laughs> I forgot because your your uh, uh, clan all has twins, right? Uh, every, uh, uh, one out of, I think it's like two out of every three yeah. is twins. Mm. Are you, um, how open-minded are both you and she, and are you both available? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm more open-minded than she is, unfortunately. Mm, she, she tries to keep me in place and it hasn't worked very well. Oh, well, I mean, you know, keep on trying. <laughs> I hear root works well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> oh no! You stopped. <laughs> are you now? Are you just thinking about marshmallows? <laughs> are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm looking at. I have these nuts sitting right next to me. That sounds really bad out of context. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But I have like some dirt. Are they D's? <laughs> They're dark chocolate roasted right. nuts. <laughs> and they're staring yeah, at me. They are. I know better. <laughs> How is Mr. Hema doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I have nuts oh. staring at me, so you know. <laughs> it's a terrible problem, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I have two great questions here, I, I, and I, I rolled the dice, but I think I'm going to go with uh, a good friend of the show, Chili. Uh, as someone who plays on a server in a different region than he lives in, what do you think about long-distance relationships? As someone who has been burnt in the past with them, he'd love, uh, you know, he'd love to know, uh, Chili would like to know your thoughts on them. Oh. Uh, so, uh, as someone who is in uh, a number of long-distance relationships over her lifetime, uh, I am, uh, I, I'm in full support of a long distance relationship. However, it is definitely something that everyone involved needs to understand exactly what they're getting into when, uh, attempting to pursue one. It, you and your partner both need to understand, okay, what exactly is this? Is this a monogamous relationship? And what does a monogamous relationship mean in the context of presumably your starting out in a online context and hopefully it will grow into you know different things uh uh, over time but you you definitely want to just every relationship is founded on communication like it's the most important thing in a hundred percent of relationships but that is doubly true in 
uh, in a long distance relationship. Serena, any insight? Um, I really like what you said. Communication is the biggest key. I mean, you guys can, I mean, you can still have fun even if you aren't, if it, even if it's long distance. Um, but it's just best to be open with each other and just be honest and be like, where do we see? What do we want? And can we make this work together? Especially if you have different time zones. You just both have to be willing to put amount the same effort. Yeah, and that's a good point. It, mm-hmm. it can't, you can't let it get to the point where one person is doing all the work to make the relationship work. Uh, everyone has to be putting in their effort. You know, if, if you have a big time zone gap, uh, obviously look at your work hours, but mm-hmm. make sure that you two are compromising on when you're spending time together and make sure you are setting aside time to spend time together because if, if you're not, well, what's the difference between that and just being friends? Exactly. You uh, want to be able to spend that quality time with them, even if you're long distance. So. And also, the other big thing on the communication point is to understand what the goal that you're working towards is. Hey, is this something where we're going to be in a long distance relationship for a long time? Or is this something where it, within two or three years, we'd like to find a way to meet each other and be with one another? Make sure you're both on the same page with that because if one person's thinking, hey, we're going to be long distance for the next 10 years, and the other person's thinking, we're going to be long distance for the next two years, well, about three years are going to pass and there's suddenly going to be a problem and what was otherwise a very good relationship. So exactly. just yeah, be really open and honest about where you're at and what you're looking for. And that's the best advice I can give for a long distance relationship. Very uh, good advice. I, I, and I, I'm going to add one other, other thing in there. Uh, just because I was in a long distance relationship that did end up becoming a not long distance relationship uh, uh, and, and now a much closer in a same house relationship. Uh, make, yeah, make, <laughs> make time uh, to do things together even outside of Final Fantasy. If, if, if Final Fantasy is like the lot where like your, your, your focus is like try to do other things uh, watch movies together. I mean, the the best part about having the internet is that you have access to the internet, right? You can watch movies together. You can mm-hmm. both make dinner and set a time and, and sit down and have a date together and watch a movie together. Do stuff that normalizes your relationship as if you weren't far away and have those things. That way, it it feels normal even if you're not together. That way, mm-hmm. when you do have time to meet each other, you've already been on dates. You you've eaten dinner together, and it's just it's comfortable. It's not you're still right. gonna have the butterflies, but it's it's a normal thing because you've taken the time to really <clears throat> have those moments together. That isn't just Final Fantasy. So just just take the time to really focus on doing relationship stuff, even if you're not you know in the same town. Oh, now I kind of feel bad. All right, Susan, I'm sorry I, has, I asked your, your guy to impregnate me. Jen, you're going to have to handle both of us. Mm. It's okay. She'll, she'll probably be okay with it. Oh, this is already banging chat, so. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. It's, yeah, like Susan said, it's the goal just watch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So listen, Shin's ace, Flattis is taken. Serena, if we're going to get this done, one of us is going to have to do the uh, Fantasia. Why? So that well, we can impregnate each other. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, Susan, just, Susan, just, Susan just offered me up as as, as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Never right. mind. All right, Susan's yeah, chill. You, you got to fall into old. Yeah, we got like, this. Just, as long as she gets the watch, she'll, you know, it's, I'm up for grabs, apparently. You can join in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I know we're getting close to the end, and I would love to continue putting this uh, to continue this episode much longer than we have. But unfortunately, there is a live letter coming up that I'm sure we are all eager to go and listen to. Indeed. Um, so to end on a high note, we would like to bring your uh, wed bed behead segment in. So uh, yeah, originally we just were we were kind of lame about we just called it Mary fuck kill and then uh both Jiraku and Serena really liked wed bed behead more so we went with that it's just I have never heard it either uh <laughs> I think we picked it up from uh yeah yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> it's yeah. it was it's a it's a actually a card game that you can buy in game stores so learn something but new you Classy. do all the time uh, but yeah, no, we're going to, uh, we're up for some uh, web bed behead. For those who don't know, the game is very simple. We are given three people and uh, we have to decide which of them we would like to wed, mm-hmm. which of them we would like to behead, and which of them we would just love to get into bed. All right. Well, <clears throat> Quentin, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I went first last time, so you go first this time. All right. First up is the old uh, Chocobo Porter. Second up is the Ellison that hangs off construction in Ishgard. (laughs) And third, of course, is Arnvald. (laughs) Can't forget about Arnvald. (laughs) Now, I will let you choose if Arnvald is in the wheelchair or not. I'm so bad. I'm so sorry. So, uh, listen, I had the exact same, the exact same thought. Um, okay, so we have the Ulda Chocobo Porter. Uh huh. We, we have or the Chocobo Keep, uh, possibly in the mass play. We don't know. Yep. <laughs> we have the um, the Elizan who hangs off construction in Ishgard. Hella yep. upper body strength. Hella. Uh-huh. And uh, and we can have Aaronvald pre or post five point five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roll the dice. Like that. Uh, uh, all Ollie, right. Why don't you go first? Oh, of course I can. Why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I am going to say that I am going to bed mm-hmm. the Chocobo Porter. Okay. Uh, because. Um, as someone had just hinted it right there, uh, I'm into mask play, so I am all about the the mystery and role play and and, play, and playing different people. And they seem like they would be really into that concept. So also, uh, if they can't get it done, I'm sure they have a flock of chocobos that can. So uh, yeah, w- we'd be good there. Uh, as far as <laughs> yeah, bestiality joke. Uh, as far as wedding goes, um. Oh boy! Ugh. I I think sorry. I need to point out that Curry in chat was very excited about mask play, and then had to yell out, "He's mask for mask." Oh, there we go. Uh, I, I'm going to say that I'm going to wed the um, the Ellison who hangs off construction in Ishgard because if nothing else, he's bringing in a stable paycheck. He's been yep. working like a seven year shift at this point, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's, clear, he's clearly a hard worker. He's clearly dedicated to the things that he takes his vows about. So I think we're going to have to uh, wed the Ishgard uh, construction worker, which means that we are going to have to behead Arnvald. And I'll tell you why I'm going to behead Arnvald, because Fordola is mine. 
<laughs> fair. I don't care what I have to do to get her. Fair. Mm. Fair. That's right. Just gonna kick him when he's down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that, that really would be uh, knocking him when he's down to kick him. 5.5 didn't go far enough. <laughs> you just put a rock behind, like behind his wheels. He's not gonna go. Have our Darla for yourself already. Oh boy, that's so bad. All right, Serena. Uh, um, wet bed behead. Wet bed behead. Um. Okay, so I think that I. <laughs> Did you, was that airball in the background? What was that? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Serena's <laughs> got so Zeno's trapped in her <laughs> bedroom right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was great. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I have such loud ass neighbors. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, so I honestly was gonna, um, do the same thing. I was thinking I was gonna wed the, um, Ishgardian man that hangs. Yeah. Um, so, and then I was gonna, (laughs) uh, bed Aaron Bald. But that's, I don't, don't ask me just once and then just kind of go. I'm I'm taking it. You're going to be riding him then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Making sure. And then behead the chocobo porter. This is what you Sorry. get for a worthless NP- NPC for 99% of the game. Yep. <sighs> All right, Quentin. All right. What are you doing with uh, with these three? Either do you want to take this one or do you want to go last? Sh- sure. Uh, All right. All right. So uh, I am going to... Uh, I am going to... Uh, bed the chocobo porter um mostly because uh you know they they own a business (laughs) so and possibly a a profitable business i'm not sure i'm not sure how many people use them so if anything they're gonna rather need the money or i'm gonna get some money either way (laughs) do we know that they own the business because like they're i don't don't know. know they're they're working on a random place in Ulda and wearing the uniform. That says employee to me. And also, like, they've been there for a long, long time. You're probably not going to get a whole lot of time with them. Uh, well, you got to take a break sometime. Everybody gets two 15s. Uh, <laughs> L's in the hangs off construction. Now, that one is going to get married. Let's, let's just, like, not, not leaving me hanging. Let's just. <laughs> and then, I'm sorry, Arnold. You're. <laughs> You're, you're getting sorry. Mad. Sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. All right. Shin? Mine's similar, but I, I'm going to reverse them from what Kylie said. I, I, Ironvald, you get beheaded. I'm sorry. You're not that important. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was an easy one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, but I, I am going to probably have to say I'd um, marry the Chocobo Porter because they just seem kind of sweet. And I mean, they got Chocobos. Like, Start your own little farm, kind of chill, uh, and bed the elves in because, like Curry said, um, abs. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're I'm not sorry. wrong. I not mean, wrong. if you want to talk about on those body arms. strength, yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of being able to pick you up and break you in half, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh-huh. Yeah. okay. Well, you know what? I might be being swayed as we talk about this. As <laughs> <Yeah. now. laughs> 
Well, I did sad marry him, so I guess I can uh, bet him a couple you, yeah. times while he's married. Yeah, yeah, it's just just a little I'll bit sweeter. Marry him. Yeah. Did I forget my decisions in two seconds? Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> we're just switching now. It's all going around. No, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Crack my back like a glow <laughs> stick. Oh, I sound like every night. It's fine. So we are running out of time, so I'm going to do my round as a, a lightning round. I've been told that it's pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, Godbert, Hildebrand, and Julian. Oh. I went with your theme. It's the Manderville family. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't get to have them all together. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Let's split uh, them up. Okay. Uh, Serena, I went first last time. You can do this one. I had to remind myself something. Of who Julian is? Yeah. It's Hildebrand's Julian. mom. Yeah. I yeah. Know. She's got the frying no, pan. She's got the frying pan. She's terrifying. And she I was terrifying. Her. Yeah. Listen. Um, let me, I'm so, I'm so bad when I don't remember things cause I have such a bad memory. I feel so bad. Um, <laughs> pigtails, pigtails. I want to, Oh yeah. Warrior eyes. Mm-hmm. Do I want to get her? I think. Probably great. I would. De- I would definitely wed her. Okay. Definitely wed her. Um. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Bed and behead for Hildebrand and Godbert. Oh. Um. Oh, that sounds so bad. It's so hard. I, apparently, it's hard for me. Um. Ah. That's so I don't sorry. want to behead any of these people. Yeah. Exactly. And you? Probably uh, I, not. Yeah, first of all, I'm not certain I'm capable. What if uh, we bed Godbert and behead Hildebrand? <laughs> uh, listen. That'd probably be the easiest. I'm right there would be the easiest. <laughs> would be the easiest. Listen, I'm right there with you, Serena. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Like, like Julianne is amazing and wonderful and uh, and mommy. Yes, please. Uh, so uh, definitely wed. Uh, uh-huh. uh, I love Hildebrand and Godbert, but here's the thing. Godbert's got that German suplex going for him, and that is already like 90% of the way to a mating press, and I am all about that. So I'm going uh, bed Godbert, and unfortunately, we have to behead Behead. Hildebrand. uh, And ultimately, all I can say is, hey, sorry, your heaven's word quest should have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Peter? Uh, well, uh, Mary and Julian, uh, let's, let's just be honest. She's, she's probably yeah. great. She's probably a great cook. She'll keep me in line. That's probably what I need. Honestly. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? You're not wrong about the, the German C-Plex. And honestly, that dude could probably crack my back like a, like a, like a glow stick. So, uh, I'm going to bed Gobber and, uh, Hildebrand. Although I will say, even if I somehow behead Hildebrand, I feel like he'd still show up. <laughs> like it's still like back. he would come back. And so behead Hildebrand knowing that somewhere down the line, he would just like come back and be like, what happened? So well, he came back as a zombo. So it's like, why yeah, why he not? The head with a question mark. That honestly, <laughs> that fits Hildebrand's <laughs> canon. Honestly, <laughs> So I thought this was easy. My answer is the exact same as yours. We all said Julian, bed Godbert, and behead Hildebrand for pretty much the similar reasons. But, but I do have a a late submission. Oh, Oh, God. And from the bowels of sickness, I have a response from Jiraku on who he would (laughs) pick. So Uh, I would like to read out the response that I received. Well, let us get the right answer. Yeah. So, from Jiraku, 
oh, that's easy. You yeah. behead Julian because no matter what else you do, she's going to guaranteed kill you, and it's your only chance of survival. Then you bed Hildebrand because he has the perfect himbo energy, but is too flighty for a committed relationship. <laughs> bed Godbert because even if he weren't the hottest silver fox in Eorzea, you'd want to see the insane wedding ring he'd make. Oh, yeah. And that is a solid argument as well. It is. Hey, Jiraku, don't worry about the episode on Thursday. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, well, thank you, Jiraku, for uh, adding in that right at the end. At least we got some disagreement that way. Yeah, uh, we'll have to have you guys all back on, and possibly with your fourth as well. Uh, yes, Lanya shenanigans we get yeah. up to. Yeah, uh, for those who got to listen to the other disciples of the hand uh, on the pilot episode, yeah, Lanya is uh, available as well. Uh, and then maybe we have some uh, other uh, dating questions that we didn't get to this time, but I think we'll save them. Maybe get some other dating questions and uh, ask all four of you some some advice. <laughs> well, we'd absolutely love to come back. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you guys for coming on. All right. Uh, if I could just real yeah. quick for anyone who has not gotten to listen to uh, the Warriors of Lust podcast, we do invite everyone to go check it out. Uh, it is uh, our love letter to an amazing community in this game. Uh, uh, we looked at it and we just saw like this is the gayest, thirstiest game I've ever had the pleasure of being a part of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. why is there not the gayest, thirstiest podcast to go with it? So that is what the show is dedicated to. That is who it is dedicated to. Uh, the many wonderful and beautiful denizens of Eorzea whom we can uh, shine a light on and hopefully a peaceful and, or in a, sorry, a positive and upbeat manner. And uh, ultimately, we want to also be able to have some really important conversations. Uh, obviously, we have some fun with doing the dating advice, but we try to give some actual advice in that. And um, yeah, we, we just, uh, you know, our first episode's coming out here in just over a week now. Our first mm-hmm. true episode will be handling consent in the role play space and in, in the erotic role play space. Uh, and then later on in the month, we'll be handling an episode on uh, the age of majority in Eorzea. And uh, that's uh, those are not easy conversations to have, but they're incredibly important ones, and ones that maybe not every show would be willing to touch. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna handle them because there's not very much that we're not willing to touch. Well, yeah, cool. And do you want to uh, say where everyone can find you? Probably should. Uh, you can find the Warriors of Lust podcast uh, basically anywhere you find your podcast at this point: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Amazon. Uh, it's on Podbean. Uh, you can also, it will be coming to Pandora and iHeartRadio. We've applied to get on there as well. Uh, they, episodes will be coming out every other Sunday, uh, starting on Sunday, November the 14th. And uh, spoilers, if you'll want to get the podcast a little bit early, I would suggest you head on over to patreon.com slash Escalia, where episodes will be dropping a little bit early. So spoilers. Yep, Please. but uh, we're very much looking forward to performing for y'all for the foreseeable future. There you go. I, I hear you also have Twitter accounts and a Discord. Mm-hmm. We do. We have. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ascalia. You can follow uh, Serena on Twitter at Purple Goth Zayla. You can follow us all on Twitter at Wolcast XIV W O L C A S T X I V. Uh, and even Jiraku Drake, as much as he uh, claims not to use it, even he has a Twitter at Jiraku Drake. Simple enough. Uh, and if you want to check out the Discord, uh, it's I'm going to have to drop a link in the chat for you. But uh, you can check, find the layer of the Escasuals Discord, which is uh, where we're based out of.
Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, Peter, while you get things wrapped up and ready to go, I can do our business here. Awesome. Thank you, Susan, for handling that. Uh, so right after this broadcast, uh, tonight in about 25 minutes, we are going to be co-streaming the letter from the producer live, part 67, with our friends Paul and Chili from Moogle Go Around Radio. We are going to take a short break uh, before that just to relax, rest, and get ready because last time it was a six-hour broadcast. Uh, and tomorrow, uh, November 6th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, we are going to be teaming up with Moogle Go Round Radio again to compete with XIV Light Party for another charity-run dungeon rally for Extra Life. Hashtag petty for the kids. Uh, come out and join us for that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of shenanigans going on, and we are going to try to be as petty as possible to raise money for these kids. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, stream. That's, just, it's a very short. It is. Uh, stream real quick. Uh, uh, the stream will end. It'll, it'll end uh, a quick second, then I'll bring it right back up, and you'll hear music until we go live for the live letter. So uh, until then, just want to let everybody know, till C swallows all, keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.